When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline and follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Uh, we do got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Titans, if you get injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation, 800 800 4,600. So, Zach, we talked a lot over the last several weeks about cuts that new GM Rand Carthon needs to make as the Titans entered the offseason significantly over the salary cap, and now they are significantly under the salary cap as these four moves all made on Wednesday and official by the Titans. Uh, first, they kind of leaked out uh, with external sources as uh, Taylor Lewan's own podcast broke his own news. Busting the Boys tweeted that Lewan had been released by the Tennessee Titans. Then uh, news started coming out from some national media members that Robert Woods was also cut by the Titans. The Titans then made it official and added Randy Bullock to that list. And then uh, an hour or so after that, linebacker Zach Cunningham uh, is also out after spending about a year and a half with the Titans. And so some big money saved, as Sam put up this graphic this morning, before th- these moves, the Titans were approximately over $25 million over the cap. And then they saved 37.4 with these four cuts yesterday and now currently have $12.4 million in cap space. So, Zach, the Titans are in the top five with least amount of cap space. Now they're 13th in most amount of cap space. Rand Carthon went to the Preds game Monday night, and they did, uh, I guess, Tuesday night, they did some work uh, Wednesday morning making all these moves official. Well, we had made a graphic actually weeks ago about yes. four guys, right? Like, we had done our homework. We do this show each and every day. We talk about the Titans each and every day. And that graphic showed these four guys. Yep. Well, three out of four are gone. Bud Dupree is the lone soldier, and we'll talk about Bud Dupree at a later date. But we knew that those made the most sense to cut to get under the cap based on performance, based on lack of performance, based on contract, based on, you know, just what they represented to this year's roster, or at least 2023's roster. So I I don't think a surprise was there. As you mentioned earlier in the week, we said Taylor Lewan has got to be the first to go. He's not worth $14 million anymore. He's back. He has two ACL tears. He had, yeah. you know, and, and 
we'll, we'll talk about what his career represents, but not surprised. The Robert Woods, he just didn't give enough in the short amount of time that he was a Titan, right? And a lot of money was owed to him this past year, and more money was owed to him in the future. They couldn't afford, he didn't earn his keep. Now, whether that was his fault or other people's fault, I mean, I think that's in the eye of the beholder. We talk about Robert Woods when he was traded from the Los Angeles Rams after his ACL tear to the Tennessee Titans. A.J. Brown was still on the roster. So I don't want to say it was sold sold a a false bill of goods, but he thought that the team was going to be a lot different than it actually turned out to be. We all know about the injuries throughout the course of the season to his quarterback, to wide receiver room, to Traylon Burks, to the offensive line. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Robert Woods maintained his status of playing, yeah, but he just wasn't worth the money that they were paying him. And Zach Cunningham was the same way. He ended last season or two years ago, and you're saying, man, this guy can tackle. He's, he is he is kind of closer to the high-tier Texans reign that he, he had years ago. And then this year, dislocated his elbow, couldn't stay healthy, was due a lot of money. It made sense at the time, but Austin, all of these moves make a lot of sense. Yeah. And then I'll sprinkle in, they now got to go find a kicker, right? Well, yeah. And, you know, they do have Caleb Shudak, who was an undrafted free agent this past year, who I, I think Mike Vrabel and the coaching staff like a lot. Now, and they kept Caleb Shudak around for this past season. He played in one game, made three out of four field goals against the Bengals. He did miss a chip shot that changed that game pretty dramatically. Randy Bullitt was solid, right? I mean, this team under Mike Vrabel has had a lot of uh, uh, kickers come in and out of that door. Uh, and Randy Bullock this past year was 28 out of 28 on, on extra points. Now the problem is he only kicked 28. Extra yeah. I was about points. to say they couldn't get in <laughs> field goal range. Yeah. So it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was 17 out of 20 when it came to field goals attempted. So my easy math tells me that's 85%. You get 85% on field goals out of your kicker and hundred percent on, on extra points out of your kicker uh, in a season. I think that's pretty solid, uh, but they did save $2 million by cutting uh, Randy Bullock. So that's a solid little savings there to not have to spend Two million bucks on a kicker that you can probably go find elsewhere. So that's a, a conversation for another day. I, I do think the Robert Woods reaction that he put out there on social media is something that we're going to give a lot of time to tomorrow uh, because I see a lot of people saying that um, that you know he dropped a lot of footballs, right? And Robert Woods said, "Gotta throw the ball more," uh, but they started throwing it to him in some key spots against the Cowboys and against the Jags and some other situations on third down where Robert Woods flat out did not catch the football uh, for his quarterback. So there's a lot of situations, but I think the common theme, Zach, in all four of these players is that they are all four veterans, and veterans are more expensive than younger players, and all four had some unreliable circumstances, whether it's Lawan's two ACLs in the last three years, uh, Zach Cunningham, unfortunately having the elbow injury that kept popping up and not allowing him to play throughout the year, Robert Woods and Randy Bullock, just not being productive enough at their position and for their salaries. So Rand Carthon made moves that he knew that he had to make. There is the Bud Dupree thing out there. And I'm curious to see that situation because just to flash this other graphic up here one more time, you know, that's a lot of money saved. And with Lawan Woods and Cunningham, not that much dead money. Zero dead money for Lawan, two and a half for Woods. 
and about three to four for Cunningham. But Bud Dupree's got $10 million of dead money on his contract. So that's a more difficult decision. And if you missed it, Sam did a great job on a to Z sports.com of laying out Bud Dupree's contract situation. So you can go check that uh, article out after the show uh, there, a to Z sports.com from Sam. Uh, he wrote that a couple of days ago. So we'll find out uh, what that means. Anything else to add on that side of things? Zach? No, I think Rand Carthon's got, you know, when you get a job, you get organized, you get your desk set up, you put your family pictures up and you get to your computer in this since it's like a Microsoft Surface or whatever the hell they use. And you sit there and you diagnose who's the first to go. And these three guys or four guys, if you want to sprinkle in bullet, pretty easy decision based on the amount of money. So Rand Carthon can actually go to work, right? You can't work when you're that far over the cap. Now he's got to get even leaner and he's got to sign guys. He's got to strategically come clean up. Honestly, a lot of mess that John Robinson had done. And I don't want to say it's completely unfair uh, to John Robinson because, you know, he was setting up for the future. You make decisions because you think you're going to be there for years to come, especially when you get promoted to vice president and all this other mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And now you're sitting there and you're like, well, you're no longer there. Rand Carthon's got to come in there, diagnose, make the moves. So that made a lot of sense of what he did. Yeah, Zach, uh, we did talk earlier in the week, and I, I'm going to dive into this in a second, why I think the timing of this is very important for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, but first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It's a quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Check out the Palisade, full-size SUV, third-row seating, all the bells and whistles. Painbone owns Wilson County Hyundai with his family. It's family-owned and operated. Go there today. And tell them you heard about us or heard about them on A to Z Sports. They'll say, oh, hey, let, let's get you a test drive. Let's let's go 10 and 2. And once you go 10 and 2, you start to feel, hey, this vehicle is for me. They'll hook you up with a great price, a great deal. We love Wilson County Hyundai. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget with BetMGM, uh, Memphis uh, plays the Sixers tonight in the association. You can win with NBA one-game parlay insurance, and I've actually got a NBA one-game parlay risk-free token in my BetMGM app, and I'm thinking about putting it on that Memphis-Philly game tonight uh, in the NBA, but you can get NBA one-game parlay insurance for any game moving forward the rest of the NBA season, and what that means, you go into your BetMGM app, you opt into the NBA one-game parlay insurance feature, and that means you get up to 25 dollars back in bonus bets if your nba one game parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short i I use this every february through you know the nba finals honestly and it can help you build that bankroll with betmgm that's the nba one game parlay insurance feature uh, to opt into with the betmgm app uh so zach we will talk about lawan's legacy coming up and get the chat more involved here this morning uh but again the titans cap space Big deal, right? Cutting these four guys officially on Wednesday with Lawan, Woods, Bullock, and Cunningham all out the door. Entered the week with $25 million over the cap, saved over $37 million, And now today, all of a sudden, 12.4 under the cap. And why the timing's important, and we heard this from Rhett Bryan earlier in the week where we played the clip on Tuesday from the Buck Rising show on The Zone, is that, NFL spring break is next week. 
NFL's gathering in Indianapolis. It's the worst spring break destination, but that's where they go for the NFL combine. So now Rand Carthon gets to go to spring break and he's looking a little better. Everybody in spring break tries to shave off a few LBs before you go down to the Florida Panhandle so you look good on the beach. Rand Carthon can't show up to the beach in Indianapolis with over $25 million of cap space. Now he's got 13th most cap space in the entire NFL, and now you can start to get some work done because all these meetings they have at the Combine outside of the actual Combine itself is where deals get done. That's where J-Rob worked the DeMarco Murray trade back in his first NFL Combine. So what is Rand Carthon going to be able to accomplish in his first NFL Combine as Titans GM as they have the 11th overall pick? Now they've got cap space to work with. He can go to the table and say, hey, hey, agents, hey, other GMs, I've got money to play with now. What are some deals that we can work on where I can start improving this Titans football team? Because you can't do that if he would have waited uh, to make these cuts, even if he knew he was going to make them already. Well, and we still don't know if Rand Carthon's mindset for this season is to rebuild, reset, or retool. We still don't know. These cuts were imminent. And now you go to the combine and you start to, and I think today more than ever, right, in this era of football, guys, they want to make deals. They want to do trades. They've seen the success of the NFL and movement of whether it's the Bucs winning a Super Bowl because of all of their moves, the Rams winning a Super Bowl because of all of their moves, the Eagles going to a Super Bowl this past year because of all of their offseason moves with A.J. Brown and some others. So, I, you know, I think Rand Carthon going to the Combine, which he's been to the Combine year after year after year, right? Yeah. The guy's been in the league and been a personnel guy for a long, long time. It's like you hired Rand Carthon, I, I mean, for a, a plethora of things, but mm -hmm. one of them is who do you know, right? You make deals with guys you know. You, you go to dinner with guys you know. You don't, you know, the, the random, hey, hi, how's it going? I'm Rand. Like th that, that you go to the combine, and I think to your point, is to see who is willing and open-minded of what their the state of their franchise is. And you also go down there to diagnose talent, right? I mean, that's the whole goal of the combine. But really, there's this underlying factor. And, and you know, we know this from the years of covering the league is that's they, they go to Elmo's, they get a shrimp cocktail, and they talk shop. That's how it works. And Brent Carthon will be there. And I, I think this will be telling on – what moves happen afterwards and who the contacts are made, that I think is a big deal. Yeah, no doubt. And so we'll, we'll keep an eye on what could happen uh, with Bud Dupree as uh, uh, somebody says here that, you know, Bud Dupree, uh, Lee says, all Bud does is run around in circles like he's playing musical chairs, cut him, uh, cut him loose. And so we'll, we'll monitor and see because there are some other opportunities out there for Rand Carthon to save some money uh, heading into the combine and heading into uh, free agency as well. So, uh, Zach, let's shift this conversation to talk about Taylor Lewan because Taylor Lewan was the longest standing Titan uh, going into this year. Brett Kern cut uh, right after training camp for Ryan Stonehouse, which made Taylor Lewan the longest tenured Titan in that locker room. And then all of a sudden in week two, re-tears that same ACL, and then he's no longer around to help this team. Uh, and so Taylor Lewan had nine years 
were the Tennessee Titans. And it's an interesting legacy. And I, I feel like this conversation, uh, I'm truly fascinated to see how fans feel about Taylor Lewan. I'm just going to show you, you know, these are some of the things that Lawan has done as I tried to be as concise as possible for nine years with this franchise, the 11th overall pick in the 2014 draft. And Zach, that was the first first round draft pick press conference that I went to covering the Titans. He made three straight pro bowls or in the middle of his career. He signed an NFL record contract for an offensive lineman a year after that, he got suspended four games uh, for PEDs. And then a couple of years after that, tore his ACL and then tore it again this past year. So two ACL tears in three years. That's all on the field, right? And there's a lot of things in between those five bullet points. Off the field, there's a lot of things in between those five bullet points. But how he engaged with the fans in the community, what he did, he and his family for the Nashville uh, community with phil- uh, phil- philanthropic opportunities, his polarizing personality, the Bustin' with the Boys podcast, and how Taylor Wan represented the Titans on a national NFL landscape of being one of those guys that people know outside of the city. So Lawan's legacy was long. It was interesting. And so we're just going to ask everybody this. What's one word to describe Taylor Lawan's nine years with the Tennessee Titans? It's going to be hard to do. We're going to have to go deep vocab here and get complex with it. And maybe that's a word you could use, but what's one word to describe Taylor Lewan's nine years with the Tennessee Titans. But first I'm going to tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute hurt my foot last summer. Zach, my back's giving me problems. I think it's, it's getting close to that time to go see my, our guys and our gals at the bone and joint Institute uh, to check them out. Whenever injuries happen in life, or you've got that, that nagging uh, pain that won't go away, Go check out the Bone and Joint Institute. They will make sure that they find out what's happening and help you get back to health so you can go and live your healthy, fun life. Uh, It happened with me with Dr. Jeff Watson last summer. Helped my foot out, got back to where I needed to be. And now the back's giving me uh, problems. So I'm going to go check them out here in the next couple of weeks. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. It's super easy. Uh, you You go to the website. You type in what's giving you a problem. It sorts the specialist for you. You click make an appointment to fit your schedule. It's that easy. In Franklin, Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. It is Sports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. BetMGM's first offer with BetMGM with a bonus code. You can get up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's the best part about BetMGM. We love BetMGM here. I lost a little bit of money last night. I'm, I'm, I was washed the last two nights before that. Last night, I lost uh, Iowa. Iowa can't beat Wisconsin. I don't get it. But uh, so that was my last bet of the night. I did watch the Bama uh, South Carolina. I'm into college basketball. This I year, have. Uh, I, I didn't get to throw shade yesterday, but man, there is a lot to talk about with Alabama basketball right now. Yeah, no, there is. And th- that game was entertaining. Uh, yeah. The surrounding pieces are, are I, you can call them entertaining. They're weird. Uh, but uh, bonus code ATOZ Sports, download the app today. All right, so the question we're asking right now, what's one word to describe Taylor Wan's nine years with the Tennessee Titans? Uh, I just see Pistol Ramey saying thanks. Uh, Ed says complicated. Grim Jim says average. Jacob says overpaid. And then Randy <laughs> says loyalty. So that that's what that, it was. I knew it was going to be a mixed bag because you got uh, overpaid 
and loyalty and average. Then you've got uh, Pissarami comes back with fun. Uh, Hall of Fame from KG. I don't know about that. Uh, solid from Ronnie. Marv says roller coaster. Scott says enigma. Tyler says dedicated. Steven with confusion. Uh, eventful from Preston. Tough from Clayton. Dom just says cool. Roller coaster from Jay. Injury. Uh, we've got bust from Kevin. What? There's no way that Lawan it can be considered a bust in any sort of the word bust when it talks about um, NFL players. Orlando says pillar. Extraordinary says Wilbur. Culture coming from tall Texan. Another one for, for pillar. Irrelevant. Mixed up. Bussing. Transformation. Solid. Appreciated. A lot of roller coasters, Zach. And then uh, Nate says, for you, Zach, your word could be pro bowler. Uh, because it's, it's of that, not. It's not. So what is your one word for Lawan's nine years as, as a type? So my one word is tumultuous. And tumultuous is defined by disruptive, disorderly. And you could sit that as a negative term. But I think that's how Lawan played on the field that made him so good during those three years, Right. To be disorderly and to be able to go up against the likes of J.J. Watt and some of the premier pass rushers in those three years to have success. And he was disorderly. He was disruptive. He would get in the face of players after the, the, the fact. It was, you know, you remember that Raiders game when he came bounding in and they eventually lost because of a penalty. But that's how he played. That also is what made him very good. It also is what made... I think the towards the end of his career, more of a roller coaster. And that's why I say one word to sum up is tumultuous. It may be a negative connotation uh, in a lot of people's eyes, but I think when you play a physical violent sport at left tackle against some of the big guys coming after the quarterback, it's not all negative. Now, I do think that there was a turn in Taylor Lewan's career. And that turn was when... He was popped for performance-enhancing drugs. And I think he realized at that point that nobody cares about a lie detector test. Nobody cares that you thought you thought something else, that you cheated the game, unfortunately. And Taylor Lewan was remembered for that in a short span. And then he had to work his ass off to get back into the good graces of, I think, a lot of NFL fans. Unfortunately, then he tore his ACL. He had to work even harder that pushed him to the test to get back there. Then he had the Chandler Jones game, which was an abomination of what a left tackle is supposed to represent. But he was a head case. He had to kind of sit out and take a step back. And then he got back to being Taylor Lewan and being that stable pillar, as one said, on the left side. And unfortunately... I don't know. I don't want to use this word because I don't want to accuse a doctor of malpractice, but that was what kind of Taylor Lewan insinuated that his, his knee was maybe not fixed properly. And he tore it again in Buffalo in week two this past season. That is a tumultuous career. And so that's my one word. Yeah. Lewan and I went back and forth because of the pro bowler comment early on in his career. I was proved wrong early on. And then the second half of his career, I felt, was more about Taylor Lewan as the public figure than Taylor Lewan as the football player. Good, bad, and different. That is, I think, what Taylor Lewan will be known more for 
in my eyes, is the personality than the three-year stint as the Pro Bowl football player. He helped the Tennessee Titans in a lot of different ways. He helped them get some stability when they were in the, you know, the dumps of the NFL trying to throw spaghetti at the wall to see if it sticks to get out of the depths of the AFC South. But I think he has, you know, the maturation process of Taylor Lewan is not typical, but that's what Taylor Lewan represents. So tumultuous is my one word. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, Man, there's so many words that come to my mind and there's a lot of, there's a lot of good ones coming in from the chat. Now, you know, I, I do see, um, you know, a couple, uh, I'm sorry. There's some, um, you know, Ryan comes in here with some lunch money. He says, with Lawan gone, are there any more fun guys in the locker room? I mean, I, you know, it's hard to this know. Lo- right? This locker room's changing guys. Yeah, so and it's it, hard. You don't diagnose it when it's evolving as much as it's probably going to in the next two years. So like Delaney Walker was the stability and like the leader for a time. And sure. then he left and they searched around. Lawan, that's another thing that we didn't talk about. Lawan, he was stripped of his captain's patch. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. that? And they gave yeah. it to Dexter McCluster. Well, it was the middle, you know, Ken Wisenhunt, who made a lot of bad decisions, gave uh, Taylor Lawan a captaincy patch in his second year which it was his first year as a full-time starter, which was not a smart move. And, and Mike Malarkey afterwards and on got fired mid season, stripped that away and said, Taylor focus on being the left tackle. And then once that happened, you did see Taylor refocus. And so I, I look I my one word that I think I'm going to sit with, cause I've thought complicated. I've thought culture, I've thought uh, uh, stability, but I think my one word is dramatic. Because in every aspect of Taylor Wan's career, there was drama. I mean, it for good, for bad, for lightheartedness, for whatever, there was always drama. Zach, I remember the very first press conference that Lawan gave after being the first uh, round draft pick in 2014. He talked about having a pet pig in his uh, college house in Michigan with, with his Michigan teammates. Then there was, you know, there was the the tax the taxidermy beaver. Uh, in the locker room, there was a lot of things that were funny and dramatic in the locker room that made things lighthearted. There was the drama with the stupid penalties that he had early in his career. That is what created your pro bowl or lack of pro bowl, um, you know, uh, opportunity uh, comments that you said, then he made three straight pro bowls. Then he had the PEDs. He got the big contract and came out in the boss hog outfit. There was always drama with Taylor Lewan but I do think that was a net positive for this Titans organization. And so I think when you're looking at Lawan's legacy, all of these 10 that's things, a, that's a good way to think about it. I like yeah. your word, uh, but that's, a, is it net po- positive or net negative? Absolutely. Net positive. I all of these things Zach, on nine years, the 11th overall pick playing nine years for a team uh, as a left tackle was a legit deal, making three straight pro bowls, having the contract, all the things that he's done off the field, how he ingrained himself in the city of Nashville and how he's talked about how Nashville accepted him for who he is. I think it's absolutely a net positive uh, for the franchise, for Lawan, for the city of Nashville. He also came in as the city was, you know, advancing and developing and changing and becoming more eccentric and becoming more, uh, you know, having a lot of personality. And I think, I think Lawan was a very important figure in this franchise and he came along when the franchise really needed it. And so, you know, in 2014, 
we all know what 14 and 15 were, we're five and 27, but the years with Mike Munchak before then were really just flat out boring. It was, it was uneventful. It was a lot of mediocre or less than football. And the came in and also gave identity to the Titans to go along with some of the others like Delaney Walker, Drell Casey and Derek Morgan. But I think Lawan's legacy should be remembered in a very positive light for what everything that he did in nine years all encompasses. Uh, so I absolutely a net positive, but drama filled from the start to the very end. Yeah. I think these two words exemplify what Taylor Lawan is. And it, that, you know, it can't be the words aren't simple or stoic no. or like those, those words don't come it's to mind. Complicated, right? It, Everything about it is complicated. And, you know, Timothy says he's the third best left tackle in the Titans era. Yeah. But I mean, dude, that that's, and Timothy follows up with, you know, Brad Hopkins, Michael Ruse, Taylor Lewan. Those went back to back to back, right? Lewan was drafted when Ruse was going in uh, to his last year, had an injury and then was out. Right. And so I think, that's not a knock on Lawan. That I think the fact that Lawan is involved in that conversation oh, is a next big to those deal. two names. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like Hopkins, Ruse, Lawan. All three of those guys, I believe, started over a hundred games at left tackle for this organization and were pivotal and pillars of what those teams were and were a, a massive part about the identity of the team. Because with all three of those uh left tackles, Zach. You got Eddie George, you got Chris Johnson, you got DeMarco Murray, and you got Derrick Henry. You've got some stud running backs that all ran left behind those three guys, and Lawan was a big factor in that. Yeah, John brings up, he says, Titanic started off strong, ended up sinking. And, you know, I, I do think the end good. of Taylor Lawan's career is definitely not how you would want to draw it up or think, or in his mind, even think about how it would end. And we don't know that it is completely finished or over. I think that's still, uh, that remains. Here's my prediction. Uh, I, and I think Taylor will want, well, I'll, I'll hold it for, for later in the show. But okay. I do think that Taylor Juan looks back at his Titans career. And, it, you know, it's like one of those guys, regardless of the PEDs, of the, the ACL, of the Pro Bowls, he's the type of guy that says, I would do it all over again, right? Yeah, like I wouldn't change a damn thing. Right? It's it's that type of uh, of mindset for Taylor Lewan. And what does the le left tackle try to bring? It tries to bring some stability to an offense in protection. It is a protection agent. That is what the left tackle is defined at. It is to, to protect the blind side of your quarterback because most quarterbacks are throw with the right hand. And so that, that I think, was a time for the Titans where they needed it. And the first four to five years, man, you're sitting here saying, when he signed his contract, his $90 million deal, you're sitting 80. there saying, man, they got this thing right. Yeah. And for and again, like most things, it was a really good situation until it wasn't. You know, like it was, you know, and you can't look back on hindsight and think that it was the wrong deal for the Titans to give him that contract because it was the right thing. And, you know, I, I do want to go to back to, to GK's comment on YouTube. He goes, hello, not one of you mentioned that he was 
not a serious athlete dedicated to his craft. He was good on roids and nothing without roids. He's a terrible last three years. He will be forgotten easily. GK one, uh, Taylor one was they not on steroids. They were not steroids. It was Osterine. And if you look up that drug, then you know that it's nothing near a steroid. It was more of a mental PED than it was a physical PED. Yeah, it was closer to like Adderall than yeah. steroids. So GK, if you're going to criticize, don't be a dumbass and say things that aren't right. That's on you, bud. Like yeah. we, we didn't write that. We That's read it, fair. but That's we didn't fair. write it. But if you're going to say something, actually get educated before you open your mouth. Yeah. And, and like, after and the you're, fourth, I mean, so you're defending the one. That's the last. Yeah, thing but you again, think like, I think you know, A to Z has had like a, a good relationship with Lawan. It's been a dramatic relationship, but I think it's been good for both parties. <laughs> I mean, Lawan made a Pro oh. Bowl for three years in a row, and every time he made a Pro Bowl, right after you know, when when media was asking, "Hey, you made the Pro Bowl again. How do you feel?" It's like, well, proving those A to Z guys wrong again, which is great. That's great. That's like. Why there needs to be more of that type of relationship between players and media? I think it's good. I've had numerous conversations with Taylor Lewan that some are not suitable for work and some are suitable for work. I, I was wearing this exact same shirt one day on the sidelines. He came and says, "What are you doing, fat boy?" Like it just. It, it, I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so like the and there are other times after the PED suspension, Lawan came up to me and asked me questions about what A to Z sports knew about that. Oh, Cause we he were, was trying we to were... inter interrogating me. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, I'm not telling you anything. Lawan. There was another time when Lawan made his either second or third pro bowl. He had uh, one of the lesser offensive linemen come over and give me the handbook that they give with the letter inviting him to the pro bowl well, it was a letter it said dear taylor one and i can't remember who the other lineman was Corey goes, Levin. i think it was Corey Levin. so Corey Levin came yeah. up and said hey uh lawan wanted me to give you this and i opened <laughs> it up and it was his letter saying inviting you to the pro bowl and i was like can i keep this he goes no you can't keep it <laughs> and so like these are the type of things and he was jekyll and hyde you sometimes come in there and lawan would be he would Called me fat boy one time, and then I'd be like, "Hey man, how's it going? How's A to Z doing?" It was, it was very strange. Like there was, it, I don't want. I'm not saying he's he was. It was kind of like a a back and forth, yeah, mindset where you never knew what day that that Luan was going to give you. But that was the relationship. I don't have any ill will towards Luan. Luan put, put digital media I, even higher on the map. A to Z Sports is a digital media company. We have tried to revolutionize what digital media is. We're in the process of that. I think Buzzing with the Boys has revolutionized digital media when it comes to player-centric content. Yep. So there is a, a respect for all of that. And look, I think uh, not. I think the other guy's name was GK. This is yeah. KG. No, he's a ball buster. Whatever that represents, that's I, and I I like that. I am a ball buster. I'll come up there and you 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 kind of say a side joke. It doesn't mean anything. Don't get sensitive. Don't take it personally. It's just it's an act of endearment. Usually, some guys, how guys, I don't want to say all, but most guys make friends by making fun of each other. That's just their love language. And I think Lawan in the center of a grown men millionaire locker room. That's how he made friends. And that's how yeah. he earned respect. 
Yeah, and, and look, I, I think, you know, the nine years of Lawan uh, with the Titans is is something that will not, you know, G, GK said at the end, like, he'll be forgotten easily. I, I disagree because one thing, Lawan's not going away. He's just going to be more in your face and more in the public spotlight if this is the end of his NFL career. But let, Zach, let's go ahead and get to this conversation because you mentioned you have, an, you have a prediction on what's going to happen here. But the Titans need a left tackle. They have a massive problem at the left tackle position. So how should the Titans fix it? Should they go free agency? Should they go to the draft with the 11th overall pick, just like they did nine years ago? Or do they think about bringing Lawan back on a cheap deal? And I mentioned that on Tuesday. Uh, so we'll ask that question and get your answers first. Uh, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan over a year ago, and I'm glad that I did. I saved 20% on my health plan. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. So if you live in Tennessee, you could save a percentage on your health plan. Whether you're a single individual, you're married, you're married with kids, you may have one kid, two kids, three kids, four kids, five kids. I don't know how many kids you got. But they got a plan for you and your family Health, dental, and vision. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans. How it works is you can go to fbhp.com slash A to Z, get a health assessment. You can call them and get a health assessment. They ask you a bunch of questions. You answer them openly and honestly, and then they give you a quote. There's no pressure. You're not sitting there saying you have to sign up, but once they give you your quote, I think you're going to be, you know, sit there and look and say, hey, this is a beneficial health plan that is probably better than my previous one. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. Also, don't forget with the BetMGM app today and any day, really. Opt in uh, to the NBA One Game Parlay insurance feature and see what you can do because you get up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets if your NBA One Game Parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short. I mentioned earlier, I'm thinking about doing this tonight for Memphis and Philly. And a guy, Chris, said, uh, here, here you go. He goes, Harden 15 points or more. Jaw 22 plus points, Embiid eight rebounds, and Bain 15 plus points. There's four legs on the NBA one game parlay feature that I can get with the insurance of Harden 15, Jaw 22, Embiid eight, and Bain 15. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a shot here with the BetMGM app. And again, NBA one game parlay insurance gives me up to 25 bucks back if that NBA one game parlay of four legs or more falls one leg short to so visit betmj.com for terms and conditions 21 or older Tennessee only all promotions subject qualification elder requirements rewards issued with knowledge double bonus bets bonus bets expire in seven days and for problem game of sport called Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789 Zach uh, now the question uh, to go off of our Lawan conversation is how should the Titans fix the left tackle problem free agency the draft or a cheap Taylor Lewan deal to come back? What, what are you seeing from the chat? Well, just a string of comments right here. Connor, they will draft a left tackle at 11 for sure. Draft Paris Johnson. Draft Paris from Jay. First round pick from Steven. Uh, re-sign Lewan from Mr. Jones. That, that, that kind of tells you what spectrum me and Mr. Jones are on which is the opposite end uh, free agency from CJ. Uh, let's see. Resign that simple right there from goaded Paris Johnson from John draft a left tackle early uh, Paris Johnson from uncle Joe free agency. Go get a veteran free agency from Don uh, Dom, excuse me, need a proven talent right there right now. Billy Jones says resign Lawan 
if healthy. That's a big if right there. Says, he did get cut with a failed physical designation, right? That is important. Yeah, well, yeah. As did Zach yeah, Cunningham. yeah. Look what we've been doing a lot. Yeah, I but, told you that Tuesday. Told but, you all of this stuff Tuesday. Look at his history. He's been too out in the public eye. Not surprising that he failed the physical. Of we don't know what when the physical was failed, though. We all we honestly don't know that. We don't know huh? if there was an. It could be that could have been an end of season failed physical, like after they you know week eighteen game against the Jags when they do their exit physical. That could be when again we don't know when the physical took place. Is my overall point. Um, for, you know, Ed saying draft Paris Johnson, a lot of drafts, draft uh, and free agents. So kind of combine with Matt, that's a unique situation. Austin, what do you think the Titans should do to replace off Taylor Lewan at that left tackle position? I do think the draft is the right place to go, but I, I'm not against bringing back Lewan on a cheaper deal. But I, I still think if you do that, you still need to draft your left tackle for the future anyway. I'm not sold on Nicholas Petit-Frere, honestly, as a right tackle for the future. Uh, Paris Johnson is a prospect that we're going to talk a lot more about. It's February 23rd. The draft isn't until April 28th or 9th or something. And so we've got a lot of time to talk about Paris Johnson and what he is. But, you know, he was a backup to NPF at Ohio State the year before. Uh, he played a lot of guard uh, at Ohio State as well. I don't know what you know his longevity is as a left tackle, but if you're talking 11th overall, Paris Johnson seems like an option there. So, but I, again, I think the bringing back Lawan opportunity for me is a May type of decision. It's after the draft type of decision, and that's the that would be the only time that I would think that would be a smart move by the Titans. You go through free agencies waves, you go through the NFL draft, you evaluate what you fixed, what holes you still have, and what cap space is still available. And if you think you need more depth on the O-line, which they're going to need more depth on the O-line, then maybe Lawan back for a, uh, a, a, a somewhat cheap deal. And Sean, I was about to get to that. He says, Austin, to find a, a cheaper deal. I think it's something that looks kind of like what Austin Hooper had this past year. It looked and read like a one-year $6 million deal, but the cap hit was spread over a couple of voidable years where Hooper got $6 million, but the Titans only had like $2 million against the cap for a spot. I think it's something along the lines of that. Is it $6 million? Uh, maybe five? I, again, I don't know where Lawan's market is at. I don't think his market's going to be very high because he's already said publicly that he doesn't necessarily want to play anywhere else besides Nashville. So, you know, that is my overall answer is you draft your left tackle for the future, but after the draft, I would be open to bringing Lawan back for an Austin Hooper type deal, structured deal. I have a three-part answer on this. Uh, okay. I'll start with what I think Lawan should do. Um, I think Lawan May is not what I would do if I was Luan. If I was Luan, I would I was talking sign. from a Titan standpoint. I, I, and I, I, if I was Luan, I would wait around until the middle of the season even. Somebody's going to need a left tackle. That Somebody is. And so that, it shortens your strain, right? It shortens the season. You get to possibly play for a contender. You get to pick and choose. And if it doesn't work out, you Odell Beckham Jr. it and you just don't play. So 
then you can retire. You know, I don't know what Luan's feeling on his retirement. I have no idea how he thinks his knee is. If he wants to rehab it to get back to being an NFL football player, that's a different level of rehab than a common Joe. Sure. So I, I would, if I was Taylor Luan, not sign with the Titans in May, not sign with the Titans in July, not sign with the Titans really, uh, unless the Titans get needy. And I would wait for the market to come to me. That's what I would do if I was Taylor Lewan. Because the family stuff, I think the reason why Lewan wants to stay in Nashville is because his family's here. I know he built a house here. Like, you know, his core is here. You don't want to leave that. That was Brett Kern's thing, right? And what did he do? He kind of took the same approach. He was in Philly for just a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Wife and kids cannot see you for, you know, a couple of months if you're going to make a couple of million dollars, right? I mean, that's pretty easy. I think that's the philosophy of what Lewan should do. As far as the Titans... I think that they need to draft their next generational left tackle. I mean, they need to go out. Paris Johnson has been thrown out there. He is a perennial top tackle in this draft. And Austin, you get the benefit of a lot of quarterbacks going in the top 10. You know, they're they're probably going to be three. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, Could be four. Could be four. Anthony Richardson, I mean, people are saying Anthony Richardson could be one. I mean, it's crazy. But uh, I think... That's going to help your pick at 11 get other quality players to drop to you. Here's my third scenario, and this is the scenario that I want. You're not going to be able to draft Paris Johnson if number 12, Aaron Rodgers, is in two-tone blue because you're going to have to trade away that pick. So you're going to have to figure out another way to help protect Aaron Rodgers at a cheaper cost, mm. but through free agency and maybe with a second round tackle, but you don't want to put a second round left <laughs> tackle out there protecting a Hall of Fame quarterback that you just signed. So that is also a conundrum with my, again, my pipe dream, you know, call it what it is, is that Aaron Rodgers comes to Tennessee. That's what I want to happen. I am high on Aaron. I am not in the darkness. I am in the light. And that's, I think clearly that is what I want. Now, will it happen? I, I don't know. I'm not like naive. What, to say that. what kind of tea you've been drinking this morning? Uh, it, it, you know, TikTok, those mushroom tea, right? That, <laughs> but I, I don't know if there's any psilocybin in there. I'm not tripping. But I, I do think that Aaron Rodgers should be a possibility. It should be on the table. Do I think it will happen? I think the probability is unlikely because of Rand Carthon and what we've talked about going into a situation when you're a new general manager to shake the tree and go get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and we're going to have more conversations on this, Austin. It's just going to happen yeah. in the offseason. There's a best and a worst case scenario about Aaron Rodgers. And Rand Carthon is at the forefront of that decision. And he's putting his stake of his dream job that he's worked blood, sweat, and tears to get this opportunity you don't want to take a flyer on a curveball like Aaron Rodgers. And so that's why I think it's probably less likely to happen. I think I would like for it to happen. But these are all the scenarios. Most likely, I agree with you, Austin, and the chat. You go draft your next Michael Ruse, your next Taylor Lewan, your next Hopkins to see if you can get a top 10, top 11 pick to give you 10 or 11 years at left tackle. Yep. Yeah. And I, you know, 
Uh, there's a lot of uh, opinions and responses that I could have about the Aaron Rodgers part of this conversation, but I'm going to save those for a rainy day. Yeah, well, uh, well they're not yeah. going anywhere. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, you know, I, I think Rodgers has, has exited from the cave hut he was in over the last uh, week or so. So maybe things will happen and we'll see what happens with Carr and the, the quarterback carousel is going to you know, change a lot of things. But I, again, I, I do think there is a there is a situation where I could see Lawan being a solid option to rejoin the Titans after the draft. And I said, may the whole point of that was just post draft. Yeah. You know, it's closer to training camp. And, 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 and I think honestly, you bring that up. I, I agree with that because you know, Lawan's not going to, there's no reason. Him. Yeah. And especially because it's the Titans, right? He comes in he knows Rabel. He daps up Tim Kelly and he gets back to the practice. And, and he's, there's no, there's no like, time missed he's just right back in the same locker room he was in for nine years pull this michael strahan sit out the you know fly around hang out in arizona go back to cabo a couple of times do whatever the hell you want get on the bus renovate the bus upgrade the bus hang out with compton do beers with your buddies talk about the boys some more <laughs> you know like there's no reason to sign um uh, and I don't think that he will. I would be surprised if he did. All right, Zach. So tomorrow we will discuss a lot of what uh, Robert Woods did on social media after the Titans cut him and fixing the Titans wide receiver situation. Because now with these four moves that Rand Carthon made yesterday with cutting Lawan Woods, Randy Bullock, and Zach Cunningham, they've got $12.4 million in cap space. That's 13th most cap space in the NFL now after being bottom five in that category before those cuts were made yesterday. So we're going to talk a ton tomorrow about Robert Woods, his free tweet, and really what the Titans need to be able to do at wide receiver. Because under contract, I said this earlier in the week, under contract, Traylon Burks, Racy McMath, Kyle Phillips, Mason Kinsey, and Reggie Roberson. That's it. That's the Ooh. Titans wide receivers that they have that are able to go to the facility and have a key card. He's the worst wide receiver room in the league. Currently, but the good thing is they don't have to play until another. I mean, they were months. the worst wide receiver room in the league. Uh, they were this year. They were no doubt about that. All right, Zach, let's go ahead and wrap up this Thursday show with the magic bucket. Like we always do magic bucket Thursday, but I'm gonna tell you guys about our sponsors, Hughes and Coleman. They're the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And uh, uh, here this morning, Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers. If you are injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. 800-800-4600 is their phone number. Whenever you get hurt in a car accident, you have to know who to go to and who can have your back to get back to what you need. They will fight against those insurance companies to get you every dollar you deserve. Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, once again, for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600, principal office, Nashville, Tennessee. And as these sports were powered by BetMGM, use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Download the app. You can get in on NBA action, college uh, basketball action. That's heating up. We've got the big tournament coming around right around the corner. It's February. It's about to turn into that other March, that March month that everybody knows and loves. So download the app today in your Apple or Android store. Let's get to it. <music> All right, magic bucket time, Zach. You still are in possession of the bucket. I let's see how I can find some time to give this to you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we live like uh, 0.6 miles away. From yeah, each but other we never see each other. But that <laughs> seems like 
that there, there's a lot, you know, it takes literally uh, four minutes round trip to, to get to do that. But again, uh, like, you know, uh, you know, here's time, what time. I'll, say, time. I'll tell you something. He goes, Zach. So, um, you know, I've been getting my allergy shots now for over a year. I, I need to get an allergy shot today, which means I have to leave my house. Uh, when I do that, uh, I will let you know and I'll come by before or after to grab the bucket. Fair. Deal. I'll right. walk it out to you. That's fine. Uh, it, I, was, I just want, I just got to remember that. I'm going to write it down next to my allergy note. I'm going to say magic bucket uh, right around it. So there we go. All right. But it is your turn, right? And then I owe multiple stickers when I get yeah. it back for next week. Well, w- once we give, once I give the bucket back next week, you can start on your sticker and we'll go from there. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. What you got for us today? So is this for me? Yeah, this is for you. Yeah. Say one thing you wish you could do as a talent. You have not had this one. I have. I mean, we the, the easy one is like sing, right? Because like it would be great to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with something different. Um, if I could do one thing as a talent what will it be you can go ahead and pull mine if you want yeah now i gotta think about this i gotta think about this Uh, mr robin says says what about armpit noises because i think you tried that and failed several years Uh, yeah i don't have that as a talent now that you know mr robinson's been paying attention to the magic bucket for quite a while then uh give a tutorial on how to tie a tie i think you've done that i have done that yep (laughs) have you shotgunned a beer at the end of the show i don't think Uh, you have I have not done that. I have. During the next live show, you must drink a full beer slash seltzer before the first full ad read. Oh, yeah. I drank a Gerst. And I remember you didn't even realize I did it. Yeah. That was that was good. It, it, it I did. We'll say this. Towards the end of the show, I started to get a little buzz. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> because I, I didn't have done... anything. I couldn't speak. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I have done the shot of like alcohol at the beginning of the show. If not finished or com- uh, accomplished, you must shotgun another beer to end the show. All right. So I need to have. So the rules are I have to drink an entire 12 ounce beverage, alcoholic beverage, before the first live read of the show. And then if I don't, I have to shotgun another one at the end. Correct. Um, All right. That's fine. So what do you wish you could do? Uh, Dom also said, do you wish you could do agriculture? (laughs) Because that's also another uh, throwback from the magic bucket uh, days. Here you go. I don't know if this is a talent. It may be a skill, but talent. I, I do wish that I could fly a plane. I do think pilots are talented. Wouldn't you say that? I think it's a, I think it's a learned skill, but, but I'm there's sure, talent well, to it. Well, you know, what type of plane are you flying? If you're, I think there is a talent to having to fly like a jet. That's like a fighter. You know, I have a buddy who I grew up with. He was, he is a Navy pilot, 
but he was the type of person that could pick anything up and be good at it pretty quickly. And so that made sense that he had the talent to become a Navy pilot. But I don't think flying a prop plane is the same deal. That's a learned skill. What about private jet? That's still more similar to a prop plane. But again, like, I don't, I, I think that you can talent. I think there is talent in that. Matt says every talent is learned. There are aspects of skills like singing that are learned, but there is also a talent that you have to have to be able to do that. Like I will never be a talented singer. I can learn to sing better, but it's still not going to be great. You know what I mean? I don't have that natural talent. Well, I could learn how to fly, but I not, may not be able to learn to fly great. Maybe so. So I will accept it. I think it's fine. I'm honored with that. I Because it's something that I've thought about. My grandfather was a, like knew how to fly. He flew prop planes. And I remember flying in, in there one time. I have, I will say, I have flown a plane before. I shouldn't have been flying, but I was. Was it like when Dwight Schrute, uh, you know, steered the cruise ship or? Yeah, well, one of my buddies, well, a friend of a friend is a pilot. He actually now is like a commercial pilot, but he, we went up uh, in Nashville and he was flying it and he was like, hey, do you want to fly it? I was like, yeah, I want to fly it. And so I flew it for like, I don't know, 10 minutes. I was flying around. I was flying over my old high school, BGA. I remember that. I was like, this is kind of cool. I'm flying. And I was controlling the plane. Now he landed it and all that stuff. So, but that, I don't know, it kind of gave me the feel of, and it would be cool to have a, if you're rich enough or wealthy enough, you have your own private jet that you could fly. Yeah. Uh, too many, too many, uh, wealthy I guess if people, you have that kind of money, you don't want to fly it. You yeah, like too many wealthy people have died to. because they've wrecked their own planes. And so that's something that I'm not interested in. At, yeah. Ever, like Skinner, at Leonard Skinner. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the one thing you don't have a lot of, uh, plane crashes like you used to right with all like the the famous people flying around i mean you still have some if you remember not too long ago a um a uh notorious have them i'm I'm not saying yeah yeah so anyway um but i do think that's an interesting uh talent yeah i i that definitely an acceptable answer for the magic bucket today all right so tomorrow i've got to get my beer or seltzer i gotta see what i got in the fridge I got something that's a little different that I might actually give a shot as well uh, tomorrow morning uh, that really kind of doesn't necessarily fall into one of those categories, but it, it will work. So tomorrow morning, we will talk a lot about what Robert Wood said about being cut by the Titans and then what the Titans have to do with the wide receiver position moving forward. So we'll see you guys then. Don't forget, before you head out here this morning, like the show before you go. I know there's a lot more people watching than the people that have clicked that thumbs up button on YouTube and Facebook. So we'd appreciate you greatly. If you do that, it helps us out, helps us grow our conversation uh, to get more people involved here in the show. So we appreciate it as always. Uh, don't forget Buck Rising Live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime for whatever else Rand Carthon does next for the Titans roster. And we'll see you tomorrow morning on a happy hour Friday. Talk to you then. Appreciate it as always. Adios.